Hello and welcome to level 74 of Three Extra Lives, a video game and trivia podcast. I'm your host, Tom Knight. It's good to have you here. It's good to have you back if you're a returning listener. If you are here for the first time, welcome. Come on in. Make yourself at home and get ready for some video game talk, some trivia, all the good stuff. This is usually the part of the show where I ramble about something, but it's also the part of the show where I sometimes don't ramble about something, and I just say, let's get on with the show! So first up on this level of three extra lives, I'm going to ask you, how are you doing? I'm checking in. It's been over a year or more since the pandemic started, and while for many people, and probably including myself, with regards to being online and playing video games, not too much has changed in that regard. It was already something I was doing quite a lot, but now it is more prominent and now it is more at the forefront of many things that we do. And as we see the world trying to restore some sort of normality to everything that's going on, being online and playing games online and congregating online is something that isn't going to be going away for me and probably many people who this was a norm for them in some regard and I think in some ways though that it has become a much more important part of life and uh, something that potentially was just a norm before now has just been highlighted as being extremely important it's it's something that can continue during something like a pandemic and the, the ability to be able to connect with people and still hang out with people in in somewhat of a social way has been huge and to be able to continue to do that and I know myself that I've been part of playing games online you know scheduling putting actually putting things in my calendar to say hey I'm gonna go hang out with these people online and play games together and have fun doing that and also you know scheduling things in to play like D&D online and also scheduling like conventions that are happening strictly online right now. Over the past uh, weekend, as of recording this, there was the Final Fantasy Fan Fest, and I put it in my diary to hang out on Discord and watch some of that. And while it doesn't feel too alien to do that, at the same time, it's like, wow, like we have these tools available to us, and being able to play games and connect with other people, it's so accessible. And I don't know, I'm just feeling appreciative for the tools and the fact that we're still able to play games together we're still able to connect with one another and relationships continue to be forged and garnished in this way it's really great to be able to do that and i don't think the last year for myself would have been as manageable without these in place so i don't know i'm just checking in at this point after a year We've all had our mental healths hit pretty hard by what's been going on and trying to take the the positives out of a situation like this can be difficult, but I think you you have to in some ways, but also I think that's just a a coping mechanism as well of of getting through whatever we're getting through right now. And just on the note of the, the watching conventions online actually, because that's why I brought it up. I saw during the Final Fantasy fan fest that there were free companies which are like guilds and a lot of those were 
hosting view parties in their their guild houses within the game. So they were gathering on their characters and then watching these watch parties through, you know, through the likes of YouTube and Twitch together. And then obviously on something like Discord, talking about it as well. And just seeing like screenshots of people gathered online in games and celebrating gaming events like this. Again, it just hits home, I think, how fortunate we are to be able to continue to enjoy our hobby, our passion through the, the turmoil of a pandemic. And I'm just being thankful for it right now. And obviously, if you out there have any stories to share of what you've been up to during the pandemic, of groups that you forged or formed or anything like that, I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear about that because I think it's very important to to share and be thankful for these relationships that we have created or evolved during these times. So that's how it's going for me. But how about you? I'd love to know. It's trivia time. So we were talking about the last year, really, the last year. And that led me to this question. Which of these games did not release in 2020? Was it Life is Strange 2, Animal Crossing New Horizons, or Half-Life Alex? The correct answer is Life is Strange 2. It released on December 2019, although it probably would have been more at home releasing in 2020. Let's face it, if you got that one right, give yourself an extra life. Up next, on this level of three extra lives, I'm going to talk to you about The Navigator. And The Navigator is a 2D puzzle platformer where the player assumes control of a young boy traveling the high seas. The mysterious world around him is filled with floating rocks that have various celestial properties, and the player must help the boy align these celestial rocks to lead him on his journey. Now this was a feature in one of my free-to-play Fridays on Twitch, and I had a lot of fun playing this game. It was released back in August 2018 by developer Team Navigator, and this game is stunning because it's all hand-drawn, it's beautifully hand-drawn and put together. This game will ease you into the mechanics very easily. You start off as a little boy on a ship on the seas and you have an anchor that you can throw, which is very fun. And you can throw these anchors towards various planets that are located above you. And you use these planets to try and navigate to your goal. So you swing your anchor, you connect to a planet, you climb up the rope, and then you can throw your anchor again towards another planet, and maybe pull that planet towards you, as you navigate to the exit. Starts off, like I say, very simple, gets you into the flow of things very quickly. But then as the game progresses a little bit, more mechanics are introduced, for example, where you have a sun, multiple suns sometimes. You need to position these suns so they are hitting a specific rock, and that rock's usually a star. And once the sunlight hits that star, it will open up the exit to the level, but it's about pulling the planets into position, pulling the stars into position and making sure you don't cause some sort of block out with the light. It's just very cleverly put together. Now this game took me about an hour and a half to two hours to get through. So it's just nice for a little short playthrough. And I think after recently where I had mentioned I was playing Portal Reloaded, which was a real 
headbuster when it came to solving puzzles. This one was actually a lot more gentle. This one was a lot more easy to digest and just one of those games where it's like, I don't need to think too hard, but I still need to think a little bit to get through and still feeling satisfied enough when you're completing those. So yeah, you can find a lot of free to play games on Steam and it is really great to uncover these games that are available for free on Steam and that you get just a few hours of enjoyment out of and it's developers putting these games out usually as something that might end up being part of a bigger project eventually but it's still great to be able to enjoy these and digest these and see what these developers potentially can put together and you can really discover some great little gems out there so that was the navigator from team navigator go give it a look it's the only game that they have out on steam currently hopefully they're working on something else because this type of game has a lot of potential I think and I would love to see it on a bigger scale as well and I think this is just a neat little puzzle game that again it's advertised that it can be enjoyed by all ages and I think it actually can it's it's something that even as probably a younger player that you would get into this game and probably find it a little bit more difficult but still be able to get some enjoyment out of it as well so go check it out that's a free to play offering the navigator by Team Navigator. It's trivia time. So we were talking about the Navigator, which was about a boat, about a boy being at sea. And that led me to this question. Name the massive underwater city located in the game Bioshock. Is it Rapture, Drowntown, or Aquatica? The correct answer is Rapture. Of course it is. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. And finally, on this level of free extra lives. I know I've been reflecting on things a little on this level with the first segment and you know, looking back at the last year. And now I'm going to go back even further. Yes, you know I like to travel back in time sometimes and reminisce and think about the good old days or, you know, whatever. I was thinking recently about video game apologies because if you've played a video game maybe you've done something in a video game or you've fallen out with somebody over a video game I know it's happened and I am speaking this quite lightheartedly so I know that things go on online which are just not acceptable and I'm kind of reflecting on something that happened when I was very young when I was very very young about five or six years old and let me let me take you on a journey back in time to middle of the 90s and I had a neighbor of course many of us do and my neighbor was also around the same age as me so probably about five or six years old maybe maybe seven let's say seven and I used to go around to his house a couple of houses away from me and one time I went round and he just got a Nintendo Entertainment System, an NES, and he had been playing through Super Mario Bros. My friend, who, I was, I was gonna say his first name, he was called Jason, and Jason was very excited because he was, he was at the end boss of Super Mario Bros. And I went around to his house, and he told me he'd been playing Super Mario Bros. He was at the last boss, and he had his game paused, and he was keeping the game paused 
all over the weekend because you couldn't save the game. So instead of turning the console off at night, he was leaving that pause, he was going to sleep, and he was waking up the next day, and he was trying to beat Super Mario Bros. And that was great. I thought, that's really cool. And I said to Jason, I was like, well, wouldn't it be cool if we just started again? Like, wouldn't it be cool to just like see the game from the beginning? Because I've never played it. I was a Sonic person. And he's like, no, no, you can't. Like, we can't start again. We can't start again. Anyway, it turns out that I may have accidentally, on purpose, restarted the console. And this really upset Jason. This really upset Jason. And I'm talking about right now, I'm, I'm a little bit distraught with myself about doing this and that's why I don't I don't know why I thought this would be a good idea for a segment but Jason's never gonna hear me say this and I don't know where Jason is in the world right now and we don't live in the same country anymore but I'm gonna say Jason I'm very sorry I'm very very sorry that I reset your game that I took away your moment to beat Bowser and I hope you did again eventually but I know that Jason was very upset. Jason was crying and it's it's a bit of a blur. Like the memory itself is a bit of a blur. I can't really remember, but Jason was very upset. And I'm not sure if I went around to Jason's house again after that. I think I did. I think Jason forgave me, but I'm taking this opportunity to say sorry, Jason. I'm sorry for what I did. It was many, many years ago, probably nearly 30 years ago. But this is me saying, I'm sorry. Wherever you are right now, Jason, I hope you are still enjoying Super Mario. I hope that didn't ruin anything for you or influence your video game passion in any way at all. I should have called this a, a video game confession or something, but it, it's happened, right? It, I'm talking more in, in like the real life sense of playing games with people. I mean, you've got people where you're playing Super Mario Kart with them and you beat them at the line, you throw a shell at them and knock, you know, it's that kind of rivalry that you have with people sometimes that, you know, I'm not saying it, it it always goes too far, but you know, passions in video games and people get competitive and maybe sometimes you, you cross the line there a little bit. I certainly crossed the line with Jason. I shouldn't have reset his game just because I wanted to see what the first level of Mario looked like. Curiosity indeed, but still, yeah, you can say I was young and I was, I didn't know any better. I know a bit more now than I did when I was six or seven years old, but still doesn't take away from the fact that it happened and I don't ever remember saying sorry. So that's why I'm saying sorry now. If you've got something to say sorry about, go do it. For me now, video games is a place to bring people together and not to push people away. So there you go, that's my confession. That is my video game apology. It's trivia time. So I was talking about my video game apology. Sorry, Jason, again. And that leads me to this question. Sorry is a board game that is based on an ancient Indian cross and circle game. But what decade did it first release? Was it the 1890s, the 1920s, or the 1940s? The correct answer is 1920s. Sorry was first publicated in 1929. If you got that one right, give yourself an extra life. And here we are at the end of another level of three extra lives. This one was a little bit strange, wasn't it? A little bit different from what normally goes on here, but we made it to the end and I thank you for sticking with it. 
Like always, you can let me know how you did on the trivia or anything about the show, any feedback that you have over on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at 3 Extra Lives. You can email the show podcast at 3extralives.com. And like always, you can find the show notes, including links to games that I've mentioned over at 3extralives.com. There's also a link there for the Discord and the Twitch channel. And that brings us to the end of another level, my friends. Thank you very much for tuning in, and I will see you all in level 75!